Welcome to Building Better Humans. I'm Lindley Wood, a former teacher, future therapist, and mom to a beautifully blended family. Being human is hard. We all need a little help. Recording last week's episode with my friend Lauren really got me thinking. What does it actually mean to live and love yourself in a world without diet culture? Can a person actually be fat and healthy? Lots to discuss today. Let's dive in. The first step in ditching diet culture is releasing the idea of destination addiction. Lauren and I talked about this a little last week. In her blog, Aisha Bow defines destination addiction as the belief that happiness is in the destination or can be found somewhere else rather than the present. I'll put a link to the blog in the show notes. While I think this is something anyone can fall victim to, I think fat people are particularly susceptible to this idea. I mean, isn't that the definition of diet culture? You can only be happy when you are an after picture. No before pictures allowed. Five more pounds, one more size. Then happiness will be achieved. Nope, that's not how happiness works. Happiness can only be found in the present. Trust me, I've looked for it everywhere else, including the bottom of a box of Oreos. Aisha has an incredible recommendation for bringing ourselves into the present. The right here, right now list. This will help you develop a habit of showing gratitude in the here and the now. Now, push pause and get out a journal or a piece of paper and try this out. I mean it. Push pause. I'll wait. Now I'm going to give you the list as I also give you my answers to just kind of give you an idea. I don't want to limit you, but I want you to feel empowered and know where you want to go with this. So number one, write down things that are bringing you joy right now. So for my own list, I included practicing yoga, my book clubs, and singing along to Hamilton with my children on repeat. Those are all bringing me lots of joy right now. Number two, write down the lessons you're learning right now. Right about now, I'm personally learning about consistency. Producing a weekly podcast will do that to a girl. Write down what you love about yourself right now. Now, This is a tough one, especially for fat people. I personally am going to go with my focus. This community that we are building means a ton to me, and I'm learning to put it before other things that don't mean as much. And number four, write down the strides you are making to help you accomplish your goals right now. So I'm sitting at my computer every single day. Seems like a small step, but it's really important because it helps me write more and reach out to more people, in turn, helping us build our community. Trust me, I'm not saying creating this list is easy. I know it's not. And if you can only list one item for each of them right now, do it. Gratitude for yourself and your present will grow the more you practice. This practice will not eliminate destination addiction tomorrow, but it will help you focus on the present and eliminate it over time. Add it to your planning each week. I plan out the week for myself and my family on Sundays, so I've added that to my Google Calendar as a reminder. Practice creates growth, but sometimes it needs a reminder. That's what we're after, growth, enjoying the journey and each moment in the right here and the right now. The next topic is a little trickier. Can we be both fat and healthy? 
I'm no doctor, but I really believe that you can be both. The first step is loving yourself and every single part of you. Without that in place, none of this will be possible. Stop right here and go back. Start over. Work on that. I am really happy with my thighs and my belly and my strong, wide shoulders that used to rock the butterfly in my swimming days. I don't just accept these parts of me. I love them. I embrace them. And I honor them for the work they do for me. Like many of you, my whole life has been about diets and losing weight, calories in, calories out, what I eat or don't eat, how much I work out or don't. All of these things used to determine my weight and therefore my happiness. I was miserable. And surprise, surprise, there was no healthy about it. Here's how I actually try to find a healthy balance each and every day. The alarm goes off an hour before the kiddos get up. These days, that's about six. Thank you, Rachel Hollis. I told you I love her ideas. I do a yoga session, usually about 30 minutes, with the underbelly yoga. If, fingers crossed, the youngest isn't up yet, I meditate for a few minutes. Then I have breakfast. Most days, that's steel-cut oats that I soaked in water overnight. I add in some of my homemade almond milk. I know, I know, so weird, but I make as much as possible so that I can avoid additives and unwanted ingredients. After they're cooked, I shake on a considerable amount of cinnamon and a little more almond milk. Then I throw on three heaping handfuls of organic blueberries and slice up a banana. Another great breakfast alternative is three scrambled eggs with a handful of organic spinach thrown in, raspberries and blueberries on the side, and this gets a good start on adding more veggies into my day. After I eat breakfast and the kids have all been fed, yes, they keep wanting to be fed. I don't really understand it. I will head out on a jog walk, but only, and I mean this only if the weather allows. Right now, it's averaging about 90 degrees around here. In my diet days, I would have gone out and exercised no matter what. I'm not about that anymore. This is not a do or die situation. I want to enjoy all of those moments, remember? Even the sweaty exercise ones. If I went out and ran in the heat today, trust me, I know myself, and I wouldn't go out tomorrow, and I might not even go out the next day or the day after that, because I will remember hating it. And that's silly. A great jog walk with an incredible audiobook is one of my favorite things. So instead of the run, I might do another round of yoga. I might not. Depends. Yes, I want to keep moving my body, but I have learned that enjoying exercise is key to me doing it tomorrow. And moving my body long term is way more important to me than getting in a quick, sweaty run on a super hot day. Next up, lunch. I will most likely grill up a turkey burger. I'm partial to Trader Joe's with sautéed veggies on the side. For my snack, I have sliced cucumber and peppers, yellow, red, and orange, and my homemade hummus. I know, I know, homemade. For supper, I'll slice and sauté some zucchini, yellow squash, and mushrooms. Now, I'm a creature of habit. You may not be, so I could eat this every day and not feel weird. I also have to feed my family and do not want to make too complicated meals, so I try to keep my meals fairly simple. You can go all out with this if you like. I just like to make it easy. In general, I try to avoid dairy, gluten, anything processed or with sugar. 
I stick with organic, in season, and fresh 80% of the time. Now this is the final piece of the fat and healthy puzzle. And I will repeat this crucial point. I try to stick to this 80% of the time. All or nothing is something I have really struggled with in my diet history. If I had anything that was not on my diet, I would immediately throw in the towel and eat all of the things, all of them. The so-called diet would be out the window and it would be a free-for-all. This is the part that makes this not a diet. I can eat whatever the heck I want. I just choose to spend most of my days trying to feed my body the vitamins and nutrients it needs to function the best way that it can. I want to make sure you understand how hard this is for a former dieter. I still struggle at times, feeling guilty if I eat some things that I used to consider bad or off limits. I struggle to not have cheat meals or, gosh, even cheat days. I am working on believing delicious food is good food, and none of it is hooked to my worth. These days, I'm only focused on balance and being gentle with my healing soul. Life is too short to not enjoy the queso. For example, this past weekend, I went to my mother's house for the holiday, and my sister-in-law and I were in charge of feeding the masses. So I had to get real. I wasn't going to be able to prepare my food, too. So I gave myself some grace. I brought along my steel-cut oats for breakfast and enjoyed the rest of the day. This week, I'm focusing on getting my veggies in, so I'm starting the day with my green smoothie. It's all about balance, forgiveness, and loving myself. This is your quick reminder that the body positivity movement was not created by thin white women. This is not about embracing a quarter-sized bit of cellulite on your right thigh. This movement was brought to us by big, beautiful Black women who are leading us to love every single part of ourselves every day in our big, beautiful lives. That's all for today's episode of Building Better Humans podcast. Next week, I'm excited to welcome my dear friend, Marianne Korb. She is one of the most beautiful souls that I know. She is a counselor who specializes in grief, and I cannot wait to share her with you. In the meantime, I would love to have you subscribe, share, and rate this podcast that helps others who need our community find us. Until next time, Black Lives Matter, say her name, and fat doesn't own us anymore.